Hi, I'm Rebecca Pete, And I'm Rebecca Cochran. And, and welcome, welcome to Woven, where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention. And our prayer is that, to paraphrase Mary Zimmer, the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks, Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody. Um, we are definitely in the middle of summer. And um, before we start another, we, we just left a series um, on politics, except for not politics, because we said it's not a political issue. But we just left we just left a politically adjacent series. <laughs> We're about to start another series on just um, perseverance um, through, I think we're calling it just keep swimming or something like that. Um, because it's about, um, you know, currently we're just living in a time where it feels like we're in the middle. I think we talked about that in one of our past podcasts recently about being in a messy middle and how do we just like keep going um, and continue to thrive as we're like trudging through <laughs> what we're currently trudging through and what perseverance looks like, what rest looks like, what, um, you know, just being able to, yeah, finish well. Um, or continuing well. Continuing well is probably the better way. But we wanted to take a little break in between those two more serious topics to talk about summer and summer food and summer food safety and all the things. And it's mostly going to be Rebecca Cochran talking because this is her area specialty. <laughs> but <laughs> but I can I'll leave, I'll give a little anecdotal information or questions or whatever. But what do you want to share with us, Rebecca, about summer foods? Well, um, I want to know what your questions are. Okay. Um, so for me, um, I don't really like to cook like hot meals during the summer. I like my family like to do, you know, more light stuff, but we get kind of in a rut. We get in a rut with like basic sandwiches. We get in a rut with basic salads. Um, we get in a rut with like, I just cut up the fruit, but we, I don't do anything exciting with it. You know, just that kind of stuff. Like I just like to make it, I guess, more fun or interesting. So we're not eating the same thing all the time. So what I literally did is I brainstormed and wrote down all of my ideas. Awesome. Um, Look at you. I know. Um, First though, we're going to do like a brief food safety thing. I'm not going to get into it too much, but food danger zone between 41 and 135 degrees is where bacteria can grow, which is like all the time. Right. Well, it's basically when stuff gets out of your fridge, your fridge is usually like 32, I think. Yeah, 37, 35, something. 37 is a fridge and 32 is, I don't know, one of those. Um, But when it gets out of there, and then as it gets, you know, we don't want to leave food at room temperature for longer than two to three hours. Um, It depends on what it is, though. So you have to kind of use common sense. If it's dairy, if it's meat, if it's stuff like that, um, I would say keep it in the two-hour mark or even a little less, depending on how hot it is outside. But if it's you know, something that's vinegary or like, um, so for example, if you did like smoked pork that could stay out longer than maybe like chicken salad, right? They're just two completely different things. So it's like a little bit of common sense, but I would say always err on the side of caution and always make sure like when you're putting cold things out, even fruit, um, but particularly things that aren't cooked, especially nowadays where like spinach is giving everyone E. coli. I would make sure to just keep it putting really cold, have like yeah. a lot of thing underneath your bowl. Um, and just be smart about it. And don't, yeah. if you don't know how long it's been out. Don't eat it because a lot of people who throw barbecues do not know anything about, which is most people like do not know what they're doing. And I've gotten sick a couple of times and I just, I, I advise you to use caution. Yes. 
No, I agree. I was, I was funny. I, my mother-in-law was in town this weekend and we were having a conversation about pasta salad. Um, and like if it had been sitting out for too long and we decided it was fine because it was only vinegar, there was no mayonnaise or anything yeah. in the, or cheese or anything in the, um, in the pasta salad. It was just like a vinegar based pasta salad. And we decided it was good. And we stuck it back in the refrigerator. We've been eating off of it. Nobody's gotten sick, but I felt like that was kind of my plumb line. It was like, there's no mayo in it. So we're probably good. And there was yeah. no chicken. It was like the meat and it was salami, which I know that like cured right. meats can stay out longer. Like you said, yeah. the smoked stuff can stay out longer than like if it had been like chicken breast or something. So in general, yeah. rule, cheese or dairy is like the older it is. So if you have like fresh mozzarella versus, versus like aged cheddar on a cheese plate, those are very different things. Um, yeah. Because also aged cheeses have a lot of bacteria and so things that yes. are alive. So they'll, they'll keep longer. Yeah. Um, I did just come up with random ideas. So I came up with three, four, four variations on what can either become a green salad or a pasta salad. Okay. So basically it's ingredient combinations. And what you can do, okay. a little hack, you mix all of this together, you put it in your fridge. Everyone loves a wedge salad, right? Yeah. What you do is you slice it horizontally. Yeah. Into slices instead of like into wedges. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you slice it. Yes. And so instead of like quartering it, you cut it in half. Well, you, you cut it, you can get like four or five, like, like little, uh, it's almost like a. So like slices, like you slice a tomato. Yeah. But with the okay. lettuce, when you get a little medallion of lettuce and then you can plop this stuff on top of it. Cause one of okay. my things with salads in the summer is lettuce goes bad quickly. I don't want to spend a bunch of money on it. And a lot of times in the summertime, I'll do like kale or like cabbage or things like that that'll keep and won't get like... It'll last longer, yeah. I love like really delicate lettuce, but summer is just not the time for me to like have difficult food that's going to go bad, you know? So <laughs> you can also... So you can do my little like iceberg wedge trick with these combinations. We have kind of a Spanish one. So you can do canned chickpeas, salami manchego cheese, green olives, a little orange zest, and then olive oil. Mm -hmm. And kind of mix all that together, maybe with some sherry mm -hmm. vinegar, and just keep that in your fridge. And then it's really good. Like I said, like if you just want to make a pasta salad out of all that, just add pasta. Um, or you can add it on top of the salad. Or I mean, you can get like regular lettuce and make a normal salad, like a normal person. I just get stressed out. No one eats lettuce <laughs> in my house except me. And then it just goes bad and then I feel guilty. Um, <laughs> The other combo I thought of was more of like a Italian-American. If you do cannellini beans, pepperoni, mozzarella, um, fresh tomato, oregano, red pepper flakes, and extra virgin olive oil. Again, that can be yeah. a lot of pasta salad. Um, and then kind of the Greek version would be chickpeas, cucumber, tomato, feta, olives, oregano, olive oil. Mm -hmm. And then you can also do a like Japanese kind of version, which would be edamame, carrots, cucumbers, sesame oil, peanut oil, and green onions. Mm -hmm. But the cool thing about these is that can also just be like a salad you eat as a side. Yeah. So that's kind of my thinking in the summer is like, whereas most of the year I kind of am a little meat centric. I think in the summer, I'm like, what is my one side that kind of like has everything in it that I can just put a grilled piece of something next to and make yeah. it Easy. And these things can all stand on their own too because they have beans and meat and like cheese and they're like substantial enough for a quick lunch. If you just like have one of those like packs of microwave quinoa or something like that, you can just layer it. So I love stuff like this, like these kind of salads, these olive oil based bean salads with different stuff in them. They last in the fridge for days. Um, they're easy. They're good cold. They're good at room temperature. They're good usually at a picnic. You can just stick it out. Like people generally like them. Um, 
And when I'm making them too, I can kind of like keep the components out for my kids. Like, so maybe if my kids who are like kind of picky won't eat everything together, they'll eat like pepperoni, tomato. I can just like put those things out separately. Yeah, no, that's good. So those are my four like salad combinations um, that can double, of course, into like bean salad, triple. They can be a bean salad. They can be a pasta salad. What else could they be? I don't even know. Thank you. Another salad salad. Salad salad. Do you have any other ideas? Do you think your family would eat that stuff? Yeah. No. Well, I like the idea. So me, David, and Mila would eat any of that stuff. Um, Mila loves pasta salads. That's why we had pasta salad this weekend. Um, And we did one similar to the Italian one that you just said um, with the mozzarella and tomatoes and stuff. Um, But... Nathan doesn't like all of that stuff mixed together, but you know, I like that you, you could like keep some of the components out separately. So I think that was a good idea. Yeah. Word. That's good. Word. He mostly just want the pasta kept out separately, but it's fine. <laughs> I don't want I don't I don't want any of that cheese or pepperoni or anything. I just want, I just want the pasta. So <laughs> the other fun thing I really like to do since we're all eating melon a lot, um, and melon yeah. is great to eat in the summer because it's full of water and that way we stay hydrated without having to like constantly be drinking so much water. Um, yeah. I like to do melon salads. So I thought mm-hmm. of a couple that I think are really good. Um, the best one I ever had, did I write this down? Hold on. I don't think I wrote this one down. I had this, um, at a restaurant I used to work at, they made it for family meal and the chef took cantaloupe and he marinated it in like this combination of like soy sauce, a little sugar and a little sesame oil. And then he put sesame seeds and um, green onions in it. And it was ridiculous because it was like this other way of looking at cantaloupe. You know, cantaloupe is so boring. It's so boring. It is so like, boring. <laughs> so I'm always like, it's like a dollar in the summer. So I was like, what can I do with this that I'm not going to be like, and plus I have like Weight Watchers PTSD. So in the back of my head, I'm like, fruit's free. I have to eat a bunch of fruit. And like, I don't really want to eat fruit because it always felt like like the, the stuff I had to eat, you know? Um, but I really, really like that salad. And like, these things are all like, I don't have recipes for any of this. It's mostly just ideas of things you can yeah. make. And it's not, you're not going to like make a dressing and then put your, it's not like a normal salad. You'll just sort of like dress the cantaloupe because it'll release yeah. some water too. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good one. I also love doing honeydew with, um, you can take like equal parts lime juice and honey. So not a bunch of either of them, maybe like... Well, this makes honeydew better because nobody I know likes honeydew. <laughs> well, the problem is our honeydews are very good. They're not very good. Um, and it's hard to tell when a honeydew is ripe. Like I feel like most melons, yeah. it's like you have your things you can do, but yeah, do I feel like I can never pick a good one. I love like when I get a good honeydew, it's delicious, but they're hard to find. So what you can do is do... Um, like I would say maybe three tablespoons of lime juice and then um, honey and a little salt and then cilantro and mix all that together with the honeydew. Delicious. Um, And then the other one is kind of a classic play on like prosciutto and melon. You could do um, a little bit of like diced ham, cantaloupe and some basil. Uh And you don't even need like a dressing for that. That would just be good all together. And then of course there's always like feta and watermelon, which is the classic combination. I was going to say, I had a watermelon and mint salad when we were at the beach, but I can't remember. I don't know what else was in it. This is where you come into play. Um, I just... What? Was it feta? I don't, I don't remember. Maybe there was feta. I don't remember feta being in it. It was watermelon and mint for sure. And I can't remember what else was in it. 
that's not very helpful. But it was and good. Nice addition to all of those melon salads. But yeah, I, yeah. Would, I mean, that's another thing. You can make it ahead of time. And then that way, especially if you're like not wanting to cook, but you have a husband who likes to grill, or even if you like to grill, and you, sorry, that was like super sexist, but like if you just are like, hey, you handle this part, or like I'm going to pick up a chicken or whatever, and then you can just make the salad and be like, here's dinner. And my family, I mean, we, I think we have baguette on the side like four times a week, just because I'm like, here's oh, for sure. I mean, it's just easy. Like, um, I'm definitely not complicated in the summer. For sure. Oh, I well, and I don't like using my oven very much in the summer because it makes my ha- house so hot. So I'm notorious for picking up a rotisserie chicken. Let let Publix and Costco cook that chicken um, because I'm not going to cook a whole chicken in my house right now. And so, um, and then, and then these are really like good ideas to add to that. Because I'm always like, okay, now what else do we have besides the rotisserie chicken? So it's not so boring. So yeah, it's yeah. So boring. Um, so another thing we were thinking when you and I were brainstorming was like, how can we make more fun sandwiches? Yep. Exciting. So I came up with a few ideas. These are just things I've made over the years that were good combinations. And for most of these, what you can do is get like a big thing of French bread and like make a huge sandwich, like Subway 90 style, and then just like slice it off. Slice and into smaller ones. Yeah. Yes, which is so easy. And then that way it's just like sitting there ready for you, which I love. So a really good combination is fresh peaches, ham, smoked Gouda cheese, and pepper Ooh, That sounds delicious. I would totally eat that. <laughs> And it's actually, that's one of the better ones because the peach, like, it's, like, you have to be careful what fresh stuff you put in these kind of sandwiches, but, like, a peach is really good when it breaks down, you know? Like, it's not gonna, it's not like if you put, um, I don't know, like, some kind of iceberg lettuce, like, would not be good because it would get, like, mushy, but those things will not get mushy. They'll just get better and better and kind of, like, be one with the bread. Um, Another good combo is if you already bought the pepper jelly, you can do roast beef with Havarti and pepper jelly. And if you have arugula, which you probably don't, but it would be really good in there, that's a good little combination just to kind of elevate. I just like thinking of different condiments. Like mayonnaise and mustard just gets so boring to me. Like I yep. have to think of different things. Um, and then what was the other one? Salmon BLTs are delicious. Oh, Milo would love that. She loves salmon BLTs. Yeah. yeah. And you, I mean, if you ever have leftover salmon from dinner, I mean, you don't even yeah. really need that much of it, you know, and then just cook some bacon and, um, you know, you can always put the lettuce and tomato in kind of at the last minute. Um, if you have a, abundance of basil, like I do, you can make a little basil mayo for that. Like literally yeah. just chop it up and put it in mayonnaise. It'd be so good. Um, my favorite idea is a cob sandwich. So taking mm. all the things that go in a cob salad and putting them in a sandwich. So those would be avocado, blue cheese, um, tomato, bacon, turkey or chicken. And what I like to do is mix the mayo with the um, blue cheese. And what you could do too, if you're really like not feeling like cooking a whole lot, you could get, this could just be assembly. You could buy pre-cooked bacon. You could buy guacamole instead. I mean, it would, you know, basically the same thing. Um, so you do guacamole on one half, cooked bacon, turkey or chicken, tomato, and then, you know, the blue cheese mayo and just cut it. That would be so good. Um, and then a chicken Caesar wrap. So like a tortilla. And for this one, I would use like kale probably just so it doesn't get, you know, like mushy. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Parmesan cheese, that rotisserie chicken, and then just wrap them up and slice them. Those are really good. Um, a buffalo chicken sandwich would be delicious. Yeah. You can get your kids chicken nuggets that are in your freezer, toss them in buffalo sauce, chop them up a little bit, blue cheese dressing, really good. Um Obviously, to me, the like most summery sandwich of all time is like the pesto caprese sandwich, where you Ooh. do like, pesto on the bread, 
and you do like the thick slices of mozzarella and tomato and basil and you can do like chicken or whatever on it too. That's like my favorite summer sandwich of all time. That sounds delicious. So, so one, one of our favorites, like I don't really have, I don't make that many exciting sandwiches and I just remember this and we haven't had it this, yet this summer. So I need to make it as I get like a big um, focaccia um, or a ciabatta one of those two kinds of breads and I slice it in half and then I grilled chicken breast with like fajita seasoning or something. Um, And then I, um, and then I take some mayo and mix cilantro in it. Mm -hmm. So it's just the mayo cilantro uh, or cilantro mayo, um, lettuce and um, tomatoes, fresh tomato, summer tomatoes, and the, the fajita, like marinated chicken breast on either the focaccia or the ciabatta is better because you don't have, like focaccia usually you know, has like tomatoes or something and that like is too complex. But like a, like, like a ciabatta and then you just like cut it into like quarters or whatever. Good. It's good. Avocado too. Avocado on that too. Mm, yummy. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of like a muffaletta, you know? Yeah, it's kind of similar to that. Yeah. 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 Which are an awesome thing. I didn't write that down, but that's such a good thing to make ahead. Which you know, I don't like olives, so that's why I don't do muffaletta. Oh. It's a neural- but Mila likes olives, and so does David. I just don't. <laughs> you can make that yeah. one, and y'all can just have like different sandwiches. Yeah. Um, that's a really And Nathan will just eat peanut butter and jelly for every meal. It's fine. So, hack, did you know you can freeze PBJ? If you ever get... So it's almost like an Encrustable, but not gross. It's your own. I mean, Encrustables are really good, though. (laughs) They're so good. They're better than... My kids don't like them. I wish they did. They would be so much easier. They do not like them. Well, that's what... I mean, I remember when I was having... I mean, we've well-documented on this podcast, my struggle with mornings. Um, And for a while, I was just making... Pre-making a bunch of them just to try to make, like, my morning and lunch making easier. But yeah, just make them, wrap them up in like plastic wrap and then stick them back in the bread bag and you just pull them out like when you need it. You can just put one on the counter even in the morning yeah. and it'll be by lunch. So, the, so they don't get soggy? Mm-mm, not really. Soggy. I mean, it depends on the bread you use. Like if you're using like Wonder Bread, yeah, they'll get soggy. But if you're just using like regular, like I usually use like wheat bread or like honey wheat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly soggy, but not like unpleasant. Okay. PBJ always gets a little soggy. Yeah. Um, a hack you can do is put peanut butter on both sides of the bread and then put the jelly in the center. So that's that what I do. Yeah. yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do that so too. The jelly is not touching the bread, and then that's what usually makes it soggy. It's not the peanut butter because the fat yeah. is like a barrier. So if you have the barrier, yeah, that one will get soggy. But I find that like a lot of this stuff for me is about those little things I'm having to do that stress me out. Like, and if I can avoid, I mean, because once you're making a PBJ, it's like no big deal to make 20 of them because you're already like, yes. you have all this stuff. A lot of times it's just like, oh, I have to get all the crap out. And then I have to like, you know, it's just a pain in the butt. But if you pre-make like 20 of them, you're going to be like, yeah, I'll make you lunch. Like no big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I also pre-make, um, we have a problem at our house in the summer of having like sandwich aspirations where we're like, yeah, go get like a half a pound of like these different deli meats and then they go bad. Yeah. So yeah, we are, that always happens to us. Yeah. You can make sandwiches too. So you can get like, um, we'll usually get the little like deli rolls, like the little, you know, uh, what do you call them? Like hoagie rolls or something? Yeah, like a hoagie roll. And you yeah. put meat and the cheese on it and freeze it. And then when you're yeah. ready to eat it, you just heat it up just in put the the couple the seconds and then you put um, whatever you want on it. Yeah, mayonnaise, mustard or whatever. Yeah. So that's another that's a good. That's a good hack. I should do that. And then I like to do like pinwheel sandwiches too. Me too. I love pinwheels. Oh, 
And that's such a good make ahead thing to make. Like if you're going to the pool, um, if you're like our pool where you get literally a six foot square of space to. Well, at least you have a pool. Ours isn't open yet. So I don't know. There's an HOE meeting tonight. We'll find out. <laughs> Ours, they literally give you like a six cent square. We're just like, how is anyone? We're going to try it out Friday. I'll report back. But um, <laughs> in normal times, I love to do those, but you can use like and cheese, you can use cream cheese, like whatever, like something to, you know, make it. How do I say this? I don't like either of the words I'm trying to avoid saying. <laughs> you have to make the stuff stick to it. So whatever, your, your glue, your binder. There. Um, you have to have a binder for your <laughs> Oh, um, so yeah, that's an idea. My other idea was shrimp rolls. Do you okay. like shrimp rolls? Like lobster rolls, but with shrimp because it's cheaper. As long as they're not too mayonnaise because I don't like a lot of mayonnaise. Well, this would be something you make at home. I'm just saying like things that you... Like we're trying yeah. to get different. I, I like shrimp and, and lobster rolls as long as they're not super mayonnaise Then yeah. I like them, yes. That's a fun thing. Um, okay, what other ideas do I think of? I more prefer like a po' boy, like where you like would like um, season the sh- the shrimp, season and cook the shrimp, and then yeah. put it into a sandwich, you know, like that versus like a salad. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What other questions do you have about summer food? Like, so we do do a lot of grilling where we'll grill a pork tenderloin because I just don't want, it, like I said, I don't like to turn the oven on in my house, so we'll grill a pork tenderloin or we'll grill steak or grilled chicken or whatever I'll get a rotisserie chicken but it's I, I just I get I can just find myself just steaming vegetables like and then you get you've given a lots of good ideas of like sides like I think the fruits that you've given us and the the different salad combos for whether it's pasta or bean or regular salad or whatever or you have any other suggestions on good sides for the summer I mean we basically do three things at my house um we do slaws so like mm-hmm. and I don't love like traditional coleslaw because I don't either easy stuff so I'll make all kinds of different ones like I'll do um there's a classic this sounds so bougie but there's like a really classic French like carrot salad that's just carrots a little sugar lemon juice and um like parsley and it's delicious like and it doesn't smell anything but um it's great getting really hungry (laughs) yeah (laughs) you can just buy even like the shredded like matched carrots yeah yeah um, we'll make those types of things or I'll, I'll even buy that like broccoli slaw that comes in a bag mm-hmm. and I'll just like, add stuff to it. Like I'll, um, I can, I'll use that as the base for like, like a Greek style one or, um, what else do I do? A lot of times I just do like lemon juice and olive oil, like super simple in the summer. Um, so slaws are a big one. Corn on the cob. We eat a yes. corn on the cob because everyone likes it and I'll make different butters. Like, so if you have herbs, like you can make butter. So if you've never made a compound butter before, um, it's just a fancy term for like a flavored butter. So you would just get like probably for a family of four, I would get like probably half a stick because you want some leftovers and um, let it, you know, get soft. And then you add like, let's see, what are some combinations? You could add, what's one I just did? I just made one that had Old Bay, lemon zest, lemon juice, Ooh. and garlic. That sounds and delicious. That was really good. I love Old Bay. <laughs> um what else like you can do anything you can put whatever herbs whatever spice i never thought about doing that like spicing up the butter um we we do we eat a lot of corn and cob too and that can get boring as well even though it's wonderful right now yeah it can get boring we actually i actually just placed and we're going to the beach with my brother next week and he's doing most of the cooking because he's 
like he should have been a chef. He like missed his calling for sure. And um, he had me get a ton because I did the Instacart order because I have the Instacart membership. <laughs> and so I did the big Instacart order that's getting dropped off on Sunday. And most of the ingredients on his list, I'm like, I don't even know what he's doing with all of these ingredients. <laughs> but but I will bring that up about doing that with the butter. He'll, he'll, it's something in the ingredients that he has had me get 75 ingredients. He's had me get for random meals. I'm sure there's some way we can make better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's actually a really fun random thing to do with your kids. Like you just put heavy cream in a mason jar with a lid and shake it up. And if they uh-huh. shake it up long enough, it'll turn into butter. Oh, that's fun. So, I mean, if you're really like, how, how long are you talking about? Uh, 20 minutes. Consistently? Yeah. Uh-huh. So like, pass the baton. Oh, uh, okay. I got you. So like you do a couple minutes, you do a couple minutes, yeah. you do a couple minutes. Got it. Check. <laughs> And this would only work on Maddie because she loves butter. Penny would not participate in this activity. Milo loves butter too. She eats her weight in butter. I don't, I don't really know where it all goes. <laughs> but um, So that's a good one for the corn on the cob. And that saves us because I love corn and I can eat it all the time. But like, yeah. just, but, I mean, my kids, they, to be fair, they don't eat the compound butter. I'm the one who eats they just, it. They just want regular butter. Yeah. It's also really good with blue cheese in it because then it uh, like savory with like the sweet corn. I know, right? Rebecca's face. You can also get sun-dried tomatoes if you feel like busting out your food processor. This is delicious. If you get like just a couple sun-dried tomatoes, put it in with the butter and put um, like a little chili powder and a little cumin and some garlic. And then you make kind of like a tomato-y like sort of Latin tasting yummy with some lime juice. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's what's up. So that's my, that's usually what I do is like, I don't, I don't reinvent the wheel. I just try to make the spokes more interesting, I guess. Like, I don't, yeah. I just think like, how can, so that's like, I guess my encouragement is if you're looking at summer and you're like, okay, these are the things we eat a lot. Like, don't try to go to a bunch of different recipes. Like if your family likes like quesadillas and sandwiches, just reinvent those. Like, don't try to like make a bunch of weird stuff when we're in a pandemic and it's summer and your kids are home all the time because that's not going to work. Um, the other thing I make a lot is like German potato salad. I love German potato salad because I don't like regular potato salad because I don't like that much mayonnaise. I love German potato salad. And that's a really good, and that'll last forever in your fridge. That's a great one to take to like a cookout because it can just sit outside. So what are the main ingredients in a German potato salad? Um, Okay, so I don't actually know why it's called German potato salad. So don't at me about it, but it's basically just vinaigrette. Like I put a little celery vinaigrette dressing and like sometimes I put some bacon in it, but... Not usually. I mean, usually it's just pretty simple. Like, I like it when it's just potatoes, but you can, so, and I would use red potatoes because they just... That's what I was about to ask you to use potatoes red potatoes. Yeah. I would use like red potatoes or Yukon gold. I would never yes. put um, like russet baking potatoes in a potato yeah. salad. Well, they're super starchy and they'll break down a lot. And um, I mean, it'll be fine. Like some people like that, like the, the real Southern style ones where the potatoes aren't pieces anymore. They're like kind of it's like mashed potatoes yes mm-hmm. i don't like that kind but um, i don't either good for that but um so um note note to everybody i'm sure this is good everybody knows this but me but i've made this mistake before when i was first learning how to cook you actually need to cook the potatoes before you put it into a potato salad are you serious <laughs> put them in raw oh did you think the dressing would like break them down or something no, i don't know what i thought i don't know what i thought <laughs> it's fine it? no we didn't need it this is what happens when you get married when you're 21. <laughs> you do dumb things when you cook. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that when you cut potatoes, unless you're about to immediately cook them, you need to put them in water or they'll turn color. Yes. Yeah. 
I did know that. You can pre-cook your, or you can pre-cut them and just put them in enough water. So do you cut them before you cook them or do you cook them and then cut them? I cut them before I cook them. Okay. But you can do either. I mean, it's (laughs) potato, potato. (laughs) 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 That's why we need the the drum sound right there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) A good hack of this I had one time, I was working with someone who made a, um, like a sweet potato salad. Yeah. Which I had never Oh, with sweet potatoes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Potatoes. And they did like a really grainy mustard vinaigrette and pickled red onions. And it was so... Because I don't particularly like sweet potatoes unless they're in a savory form. I don't like my sweet potatoes added with other sweet stuff. So like David loves his sweet potatoes with like cinnamon and sugar and honey. And like I like, I would rather have them in like fry form with like spices on them. Just me personally. Yeah. I want them crispy and spicy. Yes. I just thought of something and then, oh, I was talking about pickling red onions. That's another really easy way to like elevate just your basic summer foods, like of salads, sandwiches, stuff like that. Um, You can pretty much pickle anything. Uh, I really love pickled celery. So you can just pickle it. And then if you're making like um, egg salad, if you're an egg salad person. I love egg salad. Yeah. Pickled celery instead of the celery and the relish. It's delicious and it's like so fresh and bright. And I also like doing pimento cheese sandwiches and sprinkling pickled celery on top. It's so good. Or just on a cracker. Like, I feel like it's those little things, those little like garnishes that keep everything from being like boring and saying like, just so I love pickled okra. Yes, that's a good one. I love pickled okra. Yeah, like pickle pretty much anything. Oh, because I feel like otherwise okra is just like slimy. Spiny. That's the word I was looking for. Pickled grapes are good too. Like if you do a, um, oh, I've never had that before. A pork tenderloin, and you mm-hmm. can do pickled like a pickly grape kind of salad on the side, and put it on top of the pork tenderloin. It's really nice, like combo. Um, so those are my ideas: German potato salad, corn on the cob with compound butter, and various slaws. What other sides do you guys do? Baked beans. We do baked I mean- beans. I feel like I make baked beans and everybody acts like they want baked beans. And then there's like a small dent taken out of the bowl of baked beans. Does that happen to you too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I always feel like it's kind of like a filler waste, but um, I mean, I like baked beans, but I don't know. It just ends up not ever like nobody really goes for it. So I do love a Southern like a uh, squash casserole. In the summer. Oh, yeah. I like tomato pie. Do you ever eat tomato pie? Let's I don't see. really like tomatoes very much. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, I, I like usually... mayonnaise and pie crust. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really like mayonnaise or, or tomatoes. So, yeah. I'll, I'll do like a little bit of cherry tomatoes and like a, a, like a salad, but I don't really like, I don't like tomato tomatoes unless yeah. they're cooked and mm-hmm. in, you know, sauce form or salsa form. <laughs> Then I like them. <laughs> Let's so. see. Oh, you were asking about like plethora of vegetables, like things we just get way too many of if you garden. Yeah. To me, that is zucchini because I don't really like zucchini that much. And mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's always giving me free zucchini like all the time. Because it, it grows so, it's so easy to grow it. Yes. Yeah. I never want it. So here's what I do with it. I make... um. I can, I can put a recipe for this in the show notes. But basically, you make a really thin batter of like um, a little flour, baking powder, egg, and milk, but like not a lot, just enough to like coat zucchini. You grate up a crap ton of it. Um, 
get the water out of it, add like feta cheese and the batter and you bake it in a pie dish. And it's like the zucchini pie thing. Um, you can do it with like obviously yellow squash. You, you pretty much do it with most vegetables. You can do it with broccoli, but it's really good because it's like huge concentration of veggies. Um, mm-hmm. so that's something I make and like keep in the fridge and just kind of like pop it out for breakfast or whatever. Um, let's see. The only way I like zucchini is in bread form. <laughs> do you like, have you ever made like zucchini fries where you bread them and cook them in a really hot oven? and they get No. I mean, I've had them before, but I've not made them myself. Yeah, I'm I am very skittish <laughs> about frying things. Um, I just never works out well for me. I've contemplated getting an air fryer because I was at a friend's house and they air, they air fried green beans and asparagus and it was delicious. And I was like, and there was no mess. That's my thing with like, I'm always worried about the splattering and the mess and I'm not going to do it right. And it's going to be mushy. And, but like the air fryer crisped them up perfectly. And I'm like, I know it's a hack, but I'm like, I think I might get myself a hair hair fryer. It's a like concentrated convection oven. Yeah an air fryer is so if you have a do you have a convection oven no my my oven's really old yeah yeah we we Um, need a new oven yeah you don't have to actually fry them you just like cook them in the oven okay temperature yeah i don't only time i fry once a year and it's fried chicken and i do make it in july and that's the only time i bother frying at home i like don't fry i hate frying yeah gross mess it's such a disaster yeah it is you can also a little if you grow eggplant you can like slice it and make it into little pizzas you know, like Ooh, cute, like that's almost like almost like bagel pizzas, but the base is yeah. zucchini. Yeah, the base is other those things. Um, you can if you have a bunch of. Zucchini, I didn't mean zucchini. I meant eggplant. You know what I meant? Yeah, you're doing Sorry. amazing, sweetie. <laughs> Do you know what that's from? Yes, but I can't. It's all, it's in the, it's in the back of my brain, and I can't breathe. I was posing for Playboy, and Chris Jenner was taking pictures of her, and she's like. <laughs> amazing sweetie <laughs> her daughter um <laughs> anyway uh you can also do baba ganoush with zucchini which is just like um well it, i wouldn't call it baba ganoush because that's not what it is but it's like an eggplant dip where you char the eggplant get it like super super black on the outside and then you like wear it up with different like uh garlic and vegetable stuff so you can make that with zucchini um but yeah, I mean, I don't love zucchini, so I don't want your zucchini. I don't love yellow squash either, unless it's covered in cheese. I agree. I agree on both those fronts. Um, so I, I'm going to tell you about a, a summer food trend, current summer food trend that I don't like. And I am not a picky eater. I like most things. I don't like the grilled lettuce trend. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Is that a trend? I feel like it is. I feel like I've seen it more on menus where they're grilling, they're grilling lettuce as a, and then putting it into a salad form. And I'm like, I don't want my lettuce grilled. Ah, see, I like grilled lettuce. <laughs> I'm sure other people do, but it's, I actually saw it in my, um, in my real symbol magazine, they were talking about things that you can grill that aren't meat. And it was actually a good article. And there was like good, there was like good stuff. I'm like, Oh, I never thought about that. I should do that. Um, I can't remember what they are right now off the top of my head, but, um, but the one I remember seeing is the lettuce. And I was like, I just don't like this trend. Like it was talking about just like hearts of, of romaine. Yeah. Hearts of romaine and then grilling it. And I'm like, eh, I don't really like that. I want my, I want my lettuce cold. Thanks. <laughs> go out of my way to do it. But if someone offered it to me, I'd be like, Oh, yum. Like, but I wouldn't be like, let me go grill some romaine lettuce tonight. Yeah. I will say if you're somebody who likes to smoke things on like a big green egg or something, I was hoping um, you were to finish that. That's why I had to say on a big green. 
One of my favorite things I've ever eaten in my whole life involved a smoked tomato. So I know you said you don't like tomatoes, but if you put a tomato on a smoker, like as the smoker's cooling down, you know, because you've got like a window of time and it doesn't yeah. need to come that long. Um, but so you take, you smoke the tomato, you put it in some butter and a little white wine, and then you cook shellfish in it. And it is like the Like best. inside the tomato? No, like you cut it. You like chop the tomato up and you put it in butter and you cook it with like some garlic and then you have like white wine and you can put like mussels or clams or shrimp or whatever. So you smoke the tomato first and then you cut it up and cook it with all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Making sure I understood the the process. Gotcha. Interesting. So I don't know. So it had like a smoky taste to it? Not, I don't know how to explain it. It's like it somehow brings out the sweetness, but it just gives it this like really savory depth that's really nice with seafood. I don't know. It's like it literally one of the like top five things I've ever eaten. So good. That's interesting. Uh, and I eat a lot. I so, don't like sm- smoked meats very much. I don't know why. Like this, I know. I Everybody I know, like one of my best friends, her husband has a smoker and she's like, yeah, I don't care. And I'm like, I would be all over that. Like I love smoking. So David went through a green, big green egg phase. We don't have it anymore. But he went through a phase where he was like smoking everything. And I just got so sick of smoked meat. But I think <laughs> that I like grilled meat. And we have a grill and I grill stuff all the time. But like in some circumstances, I mean, if I'm eating barbecue or something, I want it to be smoked. But like, I don't want all my meat smoked. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My last idea. <laughs> uh, okay. Last idea. Um, I mean, I did not make this up. It's a shrimp boil. But... I know Sunny Anderson has a recipe where you make it on a sheet pan and she tells yes. you when to put the things on the sheet pan to get it all to cook at the same time. Um, but what you can do with that. So when I make it, I do the potatoes and the corn in the boil and I still make like the broth. And then I just saute the sausage and the shrimp. Cause I don't love like boiled sausage really. Um, like I, I don't boil hot dogs or anything like that. No, so me neither. what I do is I put that stuff in the bowl and I put some of the broth over it. And then I put a little bit of that old bay compound butter on top mm-hmm. and like let it melt. And then you serve it with bread. And it's like the best thing ever. It's also a delicious beach meal because almost every beach house has like a big stock pot and a sheet pan. You know, yeah. it's like when you go to a beach house and you're like, what am I even supposed to like use? They don't have half the crap I need. Like yeah. that's thing they usually have. Um, those two things and you can usually get fresh shrimp and everyone likes yeah. like we yeah we're planning on doing I'll have to mention that to my brother because that's super easy and we talk we don't have plan we have a meal where we're just talking about going to get stuff from a seafood market um and so that's a really good idea actually so yeah because like kids like potatoes and corn and sausage yeah. if they don't eat and my kids well my like shrimp yeah Penny does too she was eating a bunch of shrimp at the beach it was really funny I was like I yeah can't. Milo and I can take down some shrimp yeah, that's bad. Yep. Those are great ideas. Don't forget the shrimp oil. Okay, got it. Check. Okay, well, thank you, Master Chef. That was actually really good. Helpful. <laughs> it was. I got lots of good ideas because I feel like I've been really boring lately. So um, those oh, are good ideas. You know what else I make all the time? Tacos. Oh yeah, that happens a lot around here. I hate my crock pot. I feel like it makes everything taste funny. Like I don't. But like David agrees. Pot. He doesn't like when I do stuff. Yeah. Crock pot either. But in the summer, I will do like chicken in the crock pot. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tacos, and those are also delicious with corn on the cob and slaw, or just like mm-hmm. a salad kit. Yeah. Don't sleep. We do tacos a lot. Yes, Aldi has like the Southwest salad kit, and it is ridiculous how good it is. I like me some good salad kits. 
you don't like Costco has an avocado has an avocado one that has like um, little wafers of sesame wafers in it and it's avocado and it's I don't remember what else is in it like the sticks like the little like snack no yeah but they're like in squares but they taste like those but they're in like square form those are like my random kryptonite I can't buy them they're sesame sticks I love sesame sticks too love them I can't buy them I'll eat the entire thing any other questions nope this is helpful because normally I'm just like here's the sandwich and some chips so, like, this will get us out of the sandwich and stuff, right? So, did we make a um, Cobb salad sandwich? Mm, yes. Mm, and eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Cobb salad. I just want anything with blue cheese in it. Can I just take a bath of blue cheese? Blue cheese and bacon. And David doesn't, nobody in my family likes blue cheese except for me. And so I never make anything with it. So, also true for me. Bummer. We had a, we went we went out on our first date night in fifteen weeks um, this weekend because my mother in law was in town to watch the kids and um, we got a cheese plate and like you know most restaurants right now have limited menus so like we couldn't pick our cheese there was just like four cheeses on the cheese plate uh-huh. and like three of the four were funky cheeses which is what <laughs> I like one of them being a very good blue cheese actually and David was like okay this cheddar is mine you have to eat the rest because <laughs> I like my I like my cheese stinkier the better so. yeah. Okay, friend. Love you. Thank you for helping us. I don't know if I helped, but it was fun to do. You definitely helped it. Helped it? You definitely helped it. (laughs) I helped. Oh, this day needs to be over and I need to eat some more. Okay. Okay. Bye. So till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com. And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles. Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye.